Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the U.S. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Today's podcast, we're talking about how to simplify all of your online efforts. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to podcast number 50. Five, Yay! 5-0. <laughs> pop out the balloons. Pop open the champagne. We have made number 50. Heather Porter, you are here to share number 50 with me. Hello. I am. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yay, 50. It's amazing, isn't it? They said you'd never make it. I but, know. Uh, we've been persistently carrying on with it. And um, some of the results are showing, I must say. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. Yeah. But um, number 50, we thought we would talk about how simple it is. Well, maybe not how simple, but how to simplify what you're doing online. Because, you know, so many people are still getting overwhelmed. In fact, it's getting more worse, if that's such a word. <laughs> uh, it's getting worse these days. I, I see it all the time about people just glazing over, just so overwhelmed with what's going on online. And, you know, there's so many new things coming out every week. There's a new tool here. There's a new tool there. Um, you know, it's the next best thing. And people are jumping on board because they're seeking these opportunities. And, um, they're just getting fried and people are like, how do I keep up? When is this going to stop? And I don't think it is. So no. I thought today, why don't we talk about how to simplify all of the stuff that's coming out, all the stuff that's being sent your way. How do you cut through all of that rubbish and really just concentrate on what you need to do to get your business up and running? And what works and it's really much simpler than you think and we're going to go through three steps, three things that you need to only focus on in the order of importance today. So ultimately at the end of the show, you'll know what you need to do in your business. If you're just new to online marketing or if you've been doing it for a while, if you just stick with these things, then you'll get some good results. Yes, absolutely. Now, as I said, there is so many things popping up. There's always something new around the corner. There's always the next best platform, the mm -hmm. next best tool. And we're always learning ourselves, by the way. So a little segment we like to call, what did you learn this week? What did you learn this week, Heather Porter? Okay, then. So here's the thing. I am. I, I'm, it never ceases to amaze me where I've, I speak to people and I always ask, you know, what social media accounts do you use? And actually Twitter is not used as much as I always think it's going to be used. So I was speaking over the weekend, last weekend, um, to a group of small business owners and I had them all go around the table and tell me which social media accounts they use. I think out of 15, only two use Twitter. So it got me thinking, okay, what else is out there to help business owners use Twitter better? And I've stumbled upon a tool called socialbro.com. And basically, its whole tagline is that it's, it makes Twitter for business. And the one thing, of I've, I, again, it's kind of newer to me too, so I'm looking into it and learning it. But the one thing I'm already loving about it is it allows you to target influencers on Twitter, which are essentially people with big followings that have a lot of action going on. And it allows you to not only 
uh, you know, target them, find out who they are, but then you can start communicating with them by doing retweets or responses on Twitter, including their Twitter handle and your tweets. And it'll keep track of those conversations easily. So you really just don't have to waste time. You're only communicating with people with big followings that are legitimate um, top people. And also you're tracking conversations. So you're not forgetting who you've talked to in the past. And by the way, there are some other really cool things it does as well. But if you have ever doubted why you should be using Twitter in your business, just even go to the website, socialbro.com and watch the promo video. It'll get you very, very excited about the potential. What does that cost? Is there, is there a price for that service? That's a very good question. I've only signed up for the free account. I've not even gotten that far yet. Yeah, so, there, so there is a free account, so people can go and check yeah, it out. Yeah, free, free trial. Absolutely, okay. go check it out for free. And um, yeah, you'll you'll be quite intrigued and quite inspired about the potential of Twitter in your business. It's pretty cool. Mm. Now, Andrew, mm. dare I ask what you've learned this week? <laughs> I learned, I'll tell you what I learned, something that's, um, it's been around, it hasn't been around that long, but I've sort of started digging into it a little bit more and that's using Facebook voice messages for your business. Is this, so this is, how long has this been around? Well, it's, you know, I can't remember. What, I, I've only sort of come on to the last couple of weeks and I don't know if it's been around much more than that. There was, there was some fanfare about it a while ago about it coming to Facebook and then it hadn't and it did and it didn't. So anyway, only in the last couple of weeks I've been having a look around at it and what it what it's what it's it's pretty cool. You can only use it from your um your your, your phone, okay? So your mo- your mobile app or your messenger app. So if you're on a desktop, you can't use it. But what it does is um and you can only use it if you're using your personal profile. So not your business page, but your personal profile. Now some people do connect with their customers through their personal profile, and if that's you, then you can use it for this purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use it for normal purposes as well, but. Basically what it is, it's, it lets you leave a 60 second audio message that you record from your Android or your, or your iPhone. Um, and it lets you, uh, send a message to anyone you like. So, um, you basically open up a new message when you're on your mobile phone and there's a little, there's a little, um, record voice option there. So you click on that and you record your voice. Now, a couple of things that's pretty cool that lets you, um, lets you do this and, and what you would use it for. One of them is, um, let's say you've got new followers coming along and you, if you've got a 5,000 limit, you only have allowed to have 5,000 friends, but if somebody follows you, you know, you can actually leave a voice message for them saying, Hey, thanks for following me. It's really good to, um, really good to connect with you. So on and so on and so on. Um, and that way you're sort of building a relationship personally with people that are not expecting that to come from you. So how cool would it be to get a voice message from someone that says, "Hey, I know I can't. We can't be friends because well, because I'm full. But thanks for following me anyway." Does this just does this pop up inside your Facebook app, or is like, it it'd kind be of... like a, it'd be like a message? I believe it comes through on the message. Yeah, so, gotcha. Like it's it's a message. Um, little a little um, uh, play button comes up on the message. So like a normal message, but a little play button will come up, and you just hit play, and you can hear it. Does it cost anything? No, no, it doesn't cost anything. That's cool. Yeah, it that is anything. cool because for followers, if you turn that on, you can, like you're saying, welcome them, but also say, hey, you should come over and hang out with me on my business page. That's I mean, actually yeah. really cool. There's other things like you can you can even have, um, let's say you got a lot of questions about your service or your product and you feel like you're answering the same questions over and over again. Mm-hmm. You can actually record a message um, and if it's the same answer, you can actually record that 
keep it and then play it, send that out a, a number of times. So you've got a, a file of this little of this little message. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so there's a couple of other ways to do, you know, play around with it. But um, I thought it's pretty cool. It's a little um, voice message. I might even send you a message on Facebook and see if you get it. And you can tell me if you <laughs> tell me. What, what <laughs> you should. Think. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go test it out too. That sounds kind of interesting. I'm so playing, uh, I've been playing a lot with some voice stuff. I use another one called Voxer. I don't know if you've ever heard of Voxer. Mm, uh, Voxer's no. a bit like a walkie-talkie, and I know a few people, a few of my friends use it all the time. And, you know, you don't have to talk to anybody, but you can leave the message and they, and they answer back with their little Voxer. And um, it's a good way to have a conversation without being stuck on the phone, if you like. <laughs> it's cool. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, nice in, in this world of short communications, Vine videos that are six seconds long, who knows, this may be the way of the future. Yeah, it's like the people are getting scared of calling and so they're doing text messaging. So this allows you to still kind of do text message but with your voice. I know, I know. In a few years' time, we'll be like, hey, that thing's ringing. What, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> what do you do with that? Sad but true. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, let's talk about simplification. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. And I love this topic because there is so much out there and that's our job to learn that stuff. And then we could just share what you need to know. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be the, we'll be the filters, the, the rubbish yeah. filters for you. We'll, we'll sort it out so you don't have to go and waste your time learning. That's what we do. So the very first thing that all of you should be starting with to really use online marketing the right way is having a website that you are in control of. This simply means that you know how to update it yourself. You're not scared of it. You can log into it and you can put blog posts up. And we, you've heard us, if you've been listening to us for any amount of time, we always talk about WordPress because if you can type in Word, chances are you can type in WordPress with a blog post. Mm -hmm. So like what are some examples, Andrew, of um, when we say have control over your website, what are some of the things you've discovered from other people or, or our clients where they're not in control? What, sort, what sorts of things start to happen for them? Well, I guess um, information, current information firstly where they've either don't know how to use their own website or they rely on um, some web developer just to change yeah. simple things like address or phone numbers or operating hours of their business. Um, and there's nothing worse than going to a website that looks out of date, has the wrong times, the wrong dates, or even worse, these, this day and age, um, has a blog post that's a year or two old. And that was their latest blog post. Yeah, exactly. And I've been finding people that say, oh, I want to change my template or I just want to move this there or, or do this. But every time I, I have to do that, I have to call, like you're saying, my web developer and it costs like 100 or $200 every little minor change. So then therefore they feel trapped and then they don't do changes and have an out-of-date website. Yeah. So the, the number one thing, if that's you and you're sitting there thinking, yeah, I'm not in control of my website. It really frustrates me. I'm have to pay for every change. We recommend very first and foremost that you change your site over to WordPress. And the reason why we say that is because, again, it'll be easy for you to update. And if you're not on WordPress, you can get somebody to actually copy the look and feel of your current website into a WordPress theme. And you can quite easily do this by, um, well, Googling WordPress web developers or, or you know, programmers uh, or WordPress web designers. But you can also go to one of the outsourcing sites like Elance.com or Odesk. Look, Andrew, and, and what we found is if you're going to Elance, 
first try and check in America, like look in, in the US or the UK or Australia for developer. And we're only saying that because it what's happening with WordPress and responsive design is you really want somebody that's on top of it and that you can communicate too easily. Because if you're new to this, to have an, that cultural barrier from another country might be a problem for you. Yes, we've, um, we've been in that situation for a lot of the last three years um, and yes. we're just 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 saying that there are some great people from all over the world in fact we've got some great workers all over the world we of just course. find that um, when we want something on our t- on our time zone on our hours and something we can communicate quickly um, we tend to go tend to go down that path now what about if they are already on WordPress but they don't have that access to do that themselves what, what do you suggest then what you need to do is get that access. So what you're looking for is a WP admin logins, which are the back end of your WordPress website. Whoever is hosting your website, whether that's like GoDaddy or some small company or, or whomever, get your WP admin logins and then go over to YouTube and just type in how to log into WordPress, how to update WordPress and start to just be a little bit familiar around it. It's really not that hard when you log in and you go to posts, you can actually just add new posts, which is the, the blog posts or the updates or the articles on your website. So make sure you get control of it. Make sure you know how, to, how um, to log into it and make sure that you have ownership of it as well. Yeah, actually, YouTube's a good source. Um, yeah. Check out, check out uh, videos to how, to how to update your WordPress uh, blog. It's, as Heather said, it's very, it's very straightforward. When you know which tabs to look at, it's very straightforward, and I would recommend doing that. Now, if they're going to go and start adding their own blog posts and that sort of thing, how often would you suggest that they do that? Yeah, and so that's really the next step of this. Once you have control over your website and you know how to do a blog post in there, then you want to be doing blog posts at least once a week if you can. And the reason why is that's just going to give good, fresh content to your website. It's going to attract Google. It's going to attract visitors to your website as well. And, uh, it, you know, once once you have a up-to-date website, you're now positioning yourself as a business that knows what's going on because you're on top of things. <laughs> so just do those those blog posts uh, once a week. So that's honestly, you know, that's the simplicity of the very first step is make sure you have ownership of your website, make sure you're not overwhelmed by it and that you can log into it and update it yourself and then be updating it once a week. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So get your website in control. Number one. Yes. What's the next step? The next step is now you have your website in control. You actually want to be able to build an email list or build a following on your website from people that come to your website. So now you want to focus on building your funnel, which is essentially people that opt in on your website and then the communications that follow as a result of them opting in on your website. So there's a few things really that you only need to know about that. And the first thing is you've got to come up with something free, something that's amazing, something that you can give away that entices somebody to opt in or share their contact details with you in exchange for that item. So let's see. Let's talk about some freebie concepts and how easy that can actually be for somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lee, you know what? One of the the easiest things I I find is – um, top tens or top seven, you know, a bullet point, like a blueprint, the top seven ways to do this or the top 10 mistakes that most people make when they are doing so forth. Um, and people like that. They like something that's short. 
They like something that's quickly consumable. They don't want to read Gone with the Wind. They don't want an ebook that's 50, 100 pages long or anything no. like that. They want something that's, okay, I've got it. I've got the information. That's great. Uh, let's have, you know, look at your computer right now. How many ebooks do you have on your computer that you've never read before? You know, you've probably got a couple there that you think, well, I've opted in for something. You've given that person your details and uh, you haven't even read the content that they sent you. So, Think about ebooks, and I'm personally I sort of stick away from ebooks um, unless it's a short report or something really, really quick, a quick read. Yeah, I want something short as well, and that's great news for you guys because if you're freaked out by video at this point or think I don't have enough time to write a lot of things, you can literally just put like your your top ten resources that you have used in your business or your industry. You know, just put those on a one page PDF. Top ten resources, top ten mistakes. Whatever it is, it can be honestly a one pager and you don't have to write a lot. You can just list the resources or tools and the URLs to them. Um, and if you're doing a good job compiling that information, then people probably will be quite interested in that. So or, or, or go, to, go, to the, go to the most frequently asked question of your business. What is the question yeah. that people ask and give them that answer? Opt in Brilliant. and get the answer to the most asked question in my business. It could be a, you know, a one-paragraph answer. So really, once you have that, the next step is then how do you actually give that to people? So you need two things. You need the opt-in form on your website, which is just a form where people enter their details. Now, if you don't have an email system yet, you can go to MailChimp.com or, you know, there's Constant Contact, there's AWeber, there's loads of them. But we like MailChimp as a starting point. And these tools allow you to actually build a little form that you can put on your website. And you can actually, if you have WordPress and you're in control of your website, you can literally copy and paste it into your website, the code. And there's tutorials in MailChimp that teach you how to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. So you need your, your opt-in form. But then you also, we recommend that you have what's called a squeeze page or a landing page. And the reason why you have one of those is it's essentially a bigger opt-in form with more information on it. But you have that so you can then um, use your social media, use a special URL on your social media to send people to rather than the home page of your website, which would, could very well confuse them. So if you're tweeting, go check out my free report, for example, you want to send them to this page rather than your home page of your website. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a, a tool that we love and we use, and it's called leadpages.net, leadpages. So what what's leadpages do? Leadpages is a um, almost like a plug-and-play system that you can uh, create awesome-looking landing pages that convert really well. So by converting, what I mean is that when people come to that page, they like it so much, it looks good, it looks appealing, uh, that they say, you know what, I'm happy to give my email address for this product or service that you're offering, whether it's a report or a blueprint or an audio or a video. Um, lead pages is one of those. Um, it also lets you actually even store your um, digital media. So if you're giving away a report, and let's say the report is a one-page PDF um, report it'll even deliver that for you so you don't even need to house that anywhere you can actually store it on the land, uh, lead pages site and it, as soon as people opt in it will deliver that asset for you which is pretty cool very cool and all these resources we're talking to you about have great tutorial videos in them and good help desks and everything so uh, they're built for for a small business owner, a business owner that's overwhelmed by this stuff naturally. <laughs> so it, they're easy to use. Not you, want to see, you want to see a lead page um, page in action, aybguide.com? Yeah. Ayb-podcast.com. Go and check those exactly. two out and you'll see a lead page in action. 
that's what, and that's again, that's what we use because it is so simple to use. And there's loads of other benefits with these, but all you need to know is once you're in control of your website, then you want to focus on your lead funnel and your freebie and making sure people can opt into that. And once you have that, of course, the next step is you need to then follow up with these guys that have opted in because if they just sign up and you never talk to them again, they're not going to remember who you are. So the next step is coming up with your emails known as autoresponders that you're going to send up automatically or I should say send out automatically after they opt in. So what, let's see, what would some autoresponders actually do? Well, the very first one, of course, is saying, hey, thanks for signing up. Here is the link where you go and get your free thing. The person will be redirected there maybe as part of your opt-in form process, but you also want to send them a link so they can refer back in their email and find that good free resource that you've given them. But what else? Like, um, Let's talk through some concepts or ideas of what one might actually put in their autoresponders. Sure. So you may want to talk about what else you do. Now, if they've gone to your website and they've signed up for your free report on the top, you know, the top five questions that your customers ask, what other services or products that these people may not necessarily know that you do. So, you know, you'll want to add value um, through these emails. So it could be, you know, uh, we also offer this service which will help you do this, this, and this, and give them a benefit. So you're letting people know about what other services you offer. But then what you also want to do is mix in a lot of value-added sort of information. So the information would be give them some tips and tricks and tools that they could possibly use in relation to the report that they just downloaded. Yeah, exactly. Loads of value. Great. You know, be be yourself in these emails. Write like you're writing to friend, conversational. You don't have to go out there and go, yeah, I need to buy a copywriting course now or I need to buy how to write a headliner subject in my email course. You don't need to do that yet. That's just um, just using your own voice and talking to people and getting these emails out there is the best way to cut that overwhelm and simplify things. So, so Heather, mm-hmm. each email should be about what, a thousand to two thousand words each? Oh, yeah, more actually. <laughs> no, oh. a few sentences will do just fine. Even, you know, five, ten sentences. Yeah, <laughs> less, less, is more. less is more. So don't get freaked out about trying to write a, a, an episode of uh, an episode of some book. You know, it's just a quick uh, four, five, ten sentences that captures the essence and then gets people to do something, you know, whether it's look at your website, move to your website, but just give them some value. Yeah. Send them to your Facebook page. Send them to um, your most popular blog post. Mm -hmm. Send them to another cheat sheet, another something or other that you put together. And the cool thing about MailChimp or any of these email programs is that you basically set them up, put them into the system, and then you say, I want this email to go out at day one, this one to go out two days later, this one four days later. And rule of thumb, as soon as somebody comes into your email list, is sort of every uh, you know, a couple days initially for the first couple weeks just to warm them up and show them what you got and then hopefully convert them into being maybe a client or doing the next step with you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that's that's that one. You know, pretty easy. We're, we're now, so we've covered the website. We talked about the funnel. Now, what next? So now you have your basis, your foundation laid out, ready to go, and hopefully you're writing on your website once a week and you have this little funnel kicking on behind the scenes. Now you need to focus on traffic. Yes. So we're going to talk briefly about that. So how do you actually get people into your site and into your funnel? Well, there's a couple of ways a couple of ways to do it. I guess the first one is you can have organic traffic, which is traffic that um, comes along who just happens to find you they, they're searching the web they're surfing surfing around and they come across 
content that you've written, they've come across um, articles that you've posted, they've come across videos that you may have put up on YouTube, they've come across um, stuff that you've put on your website naturally, and they call that organic, uh, organic um, traffic. Now, content is one of the biggest buzzwords of 2013, and I think it's only going to get bigger in 2014. Mm. Um, tell us a little bit about why that's going to be the case, H. Well, one of the, I mean, main things just with search engines is they're looking for a conversational approach with what you're doing in your online marketing. So people are revisiting your website, they're commenting on your website, they're using their social media accounts to share your content across their, you know, to their followers. And the only way to do this is to give them fresh information. I mean, people are not going to go share your contact page or your about page or your services page. So to have individual bits of content that are ongoing over time, it allows people to have that conversation with you uh, and spread your your web, so to speak, out on the web. So you're allowing through all these different topics that you're going to be talking about, having different people with different interests find you. And look, content, what's cool about it is you might be hearing uh, yeah, I need to do an online TV show. I need to do podcasts just like what we're doing. I need to do uh, books and this and that and this and that. Not necessarily unless you love doing loads of content, but just stick with something and get good at it. So whether that is video, whether that is a podcast, or maybe that's just um, getting really, really good on one of your social media accounts and constantly putting up content there. But I guess the, the key to think, keep in mind here is that you, if content is overwhelming to you right now, it's probably because you're thinking that you have to do everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so, con content can take a little bit more time to get traction too. So um, yeah. one of the things that we've learned is to be consistent with content. So you know, even though you may have done a, a blog post for a couple of weeks every week um, and you haven't got much results, keep sticking into it because uh, consistency starts to pay off. Yeah, it absolutely does. And your blog post that you do every week, by the way, you can embed your videos in that. I mean, think about how you can kind of cross-pollinate what you're doing across your social media and your, your website. But just key here is to come up with um, some sort of medium that you're happy to use and just keep keep at it, keep doing it. Use frequently asked questions and answer those questions as a, as a great starting point because you already know that people want to know that information. All right, so that was organic organic free traffic basically. What about paid traffic? What sort of, uh, what sort of options are there for paid traffic when, and why would you use paid traffic? So paid traffic just boosts everything that you do quicker because, of course, when you do ads, it, it, it puts you immediately in front of an audience or a potential audience, whereas with content and blog posts, you're waiting for search engines to find it and then deliver it and put it out there. So ads, like, yeah, gosh, there's loads of different types of ads. So there's you know ads that you put on to Google, AdWords. There's um, banner ads that you can put across all the different um, – ad networks, you know, have you seen those sort of square images or rectangle images that sit on different people's websites? You've seen them on YouTube, you see them on Wall Street Journal, um, even just individual bloggers that are quite well known. Those are banner ads that you can get and put out there, your Facebook ads, Twitter ads. I think the thing to think about with ads, because I know that this can really overwhelm people, I always say, in my opinion, I think the easiest place to start is Facebook. What do you think? Yeah, I think Facebook because because it's so targeted. Um, yeah. and most people are happy with the platform that it's on. They know how Facebook generally works. They know where the ads pop up. Um, I think that's probably the safest one to go with. 
Yeah. And um, where would you say would be a good place for somebody to learn about the different types of Facebook ads and how to kind of go about doing them? Do you think Facebook's help desk or yeah, um, I guess um, support? Yeah, they, yeah, they have a, they have a um, go to help, Facebook help uh, and type in Facebook ads. They've got a whole bunch of information yeah. that uh, is updated all the time. I looked at, I was looking at their Facebook um, ad image sizes this morning or yesterday and you know, they updated it five hours before I looked at it. So they're always updating information on that site. So um, it's a great place to start. Then you can do some uh, YouTube searches too if you want to have a look at some uh, some methods of how to use those. So there you go. You know, so if you're looking back across everything we've talked about, all this information anybody can do because we're talking about resources that have help desks and tutorials for you. So if you start at the website, make sure you get that under control. You can Google, uh, go to YouTube and, and ask questions in there around how to do certain things in WordPress and get help moving to WordPress if, if that's something you want to do. And then just get started writing your blog post. Go from there and get your funnel going. As we're saying, get that freebie up. And again, MailChimp has great tutorials as well. Uh -huh. And when in doubt about any of this, go to YouTube and just type it in. Type in your question. You'll find it. Yes. Um, then, then it's time to turn on that traffic. So all you need to do is focus on some content that you're going to do um, outside of your site, whether that's going to be a YouTube video, whether that's going to be social media posts on Facebook or Twitter. What, what sorts of things can you do outside of your site to start to expand your reach to other places and then go dive into Facebook ads, go into Facebook support, go into their ad center and start to learn a few things about it. They have great tutorials in there. It's not as scary as you think once you're in there, if you've never done it before, just start learning a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. The good thing about Facebook ads is you can set yourself a budget, $10 a day uh, and know that you're going to spend that much money. Um, you don't want surprise bills at the end of your billing period where you're spending thousands of dollars. So yeah. the good thing about Facebook is you can really control how much you're spending. And once you get all this stuff going, then and only then can you then say, okay, now I'm going to learn about copywriting or now I'm going to learn about, you know, split testing or some of the more advanced things. If you don't have this, your foundation in the first place, then all this other stuff is only going to overwhelm you and confuse you. And then you don't even have the right system to even build a, a list or even communicate with them in the first place. So why would you actually want to learn all that stuff? If it's helping to improve something, it's, it's on a rocky foundation. Splendid. I think you've covered it. One, there you go. Get a website in control, build your funnel, turn on traffic. There you go. That's all. It sounds, sounds like very easy stuff to do. Um, don't <laughs> Look, it, a, would take, don't it would take somebody what, a, a month or two maybe to just focus on this. If you, if you kind of say each week I'm going to focus on one of these items and then I get home from work or whatever it is and I, I go to the help center, I go watch the tutorials on MailChimp, just break it or chunk it apart like that and then you'll, you'll fight that overwhelm. Yes, you will. All right. Good summary, now, H. Good summary. One thing too, Andrew, I wanted to share, which is really cool, is that we have had in November, we had our biggest month ever as far as listeners go. Not only listeners and the number of listeners, but countries. We're now in 68 countries. Woohoo! That's awesome. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what amazing support from all of you listening. Uh, 68 countries is just mind-blowing to me. You know, I gosh, I, I can't even imagine. So wherever you are in the world, thank you for this ongoing support and listening to us and sharing and spreading the love. I want to put out a challenge. I uh, shared with everyone the other week um, a tool called Comment where I can see which countries with little flags that people have yeah. commented on. Um, 
so far, I want to see. I want to see some countries. I want to see some other countries' flags other than the U.S., Australia, um, and Sweden, Canada, and New Zealand. I want to see some other countries. So, if you're listening to us from a country that we may not have mentioned, I want you to leave us a review, even if it's a one, two, three-word review. Go to iTunes, find us, and then just say, hey, you like the show, you thought it was good, or whatever you want to say, so then we can see your little flag pop up on our show, and we'll give you a shout-out. So there's a challenge. Let's, I love it. Let's see your name. Get your name, shout-out to 68 countries. There you go. Love it. Love it, Andrew. And we are going to wrap up. And, guys, we look forward to talking to you next week. Yes, looking forward to uh, a good uh, podcast next week. It's going to be exciting. Um, it's a secret. We're not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> But that just here. means we don't know what we're talking about yet. Don't tell them that. <laughs> All right, H, take care. I'll talk right. to you later. Bye, Bye, guys. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelt securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we play again, happy travels.